You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. It is officially summer vacation. If you're a UC San Diego student, that is, for the rest of us who engage in honest toil, it's business as usual, but I'm sure some among us have plenty of PTO stored up as we've whiled away the hours during our COVID confinements. If you've got a fun summer vacation or trip planned, please tell me about it by sending a note to that old familiar email, its-podcast at ucsd.edu. But be warned, we may share your story with the masses. And speaking of the life of leisure, many folks tend to retire at the end of the fiscal year, and this year is no different, as many people will log off for the last time. We invited all impending retirees to join us here at The Current Daily, and Brian Parent took us up on the offer. This is Mark Herzberger. Today, I'm joined by Brian Parent. Brian, welcome to the pod. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. And Brian, you announced you're going to retire at the end of this month. So we wanted to catch up, hear about your experience thus far at UCSD and what is next. So how long have you worked at UC San Diego? Well, I started as a student employee back in the 82-83 school year as a uh, TA for EEC 61, if anybody remembers that, an old Pascal class. I do not remember that. (laughs) Yeah, so I've been here ever since. Uh, You know, when I graduated in 85 from Muir, in case anybody's taking note of the colleges, there uh, was a job that opened up, and, and this was in the department most recently known as ACMS, and uh, I started there full-time in 85, and I remember having the idea that, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really keen on interviewing, and I'd done some interviews coming out of, you know, uh, my senior year, but um, I thought, well, I'll just kind of sit tight here for, you know, two or three years at, at UCSD, and then I'll get a real job, <laughs> with air quotes around real, <laughs> and here I am 38 years later. But bookending it with, uh, we'll call this an exit interview of sorts. Right. (laughs) It always comes home, the thing you try to avoid. Um, What's your your current role here in IT services? And since it's 38 years, as you alluded, what are are some of the uh, highlights of previous roles such as they've been? I'm currently with the Computing Infrastructure Operations Group. So we take care of you know the storage backend and uh, computing on prem, and our team also deals with uh, AWS account setup and uh, Kubernetes type things. And previously, you know the ch- the largest chunk of my career was with the ACMS department, taking care of the computing resources for the students. This was prior to the merge of departments, my department with uh, ITS. It was a broader role when I was working with ACMS where, you know, I took care of specking systems and installing systems physically and connecting to the network and configuring the network switches and, you know, making sure the applications are running. And so it was a 
it was a pretty broad uh, set of responsibilities, which I enjoyed. And now it's a bit narrower, but uh, still enjoyable. I mean, it's I've got uh, I've had the good luck of working with great people throughout my career, and that's really what's what's made it easy to stick around for more than that initial three years. <laughs> and you know, since. 82, 83, when you mentioned uh, your school days up to now, 2021, what are some of the, the big scale changes just at, at UC San Diego as an institution uh, that you've observed? Yeah, I think our ability to jump on the VPN and access all of our network related stuff from home so easily, including graphics, is such a far cry from where it was in 8283 when we were using dial-up modems and listening to the screech of the phone and, and uh, oh my goodness, waiting for hours as a student to have your uh, code compile only to learn that you had a syntax error and then you'd have to go you know edit the file and, and submit it to the queue for, for comp compilation again. Um, so you know from a student's perspective and the resources that they get to work with, it's just, it's not my day. Um, Were you a computer science major or the equivalent? I was. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend the other day about this, um, how there was a computer science degree and there was a computer engineering degree. And the computer engineering degree was the impossibly difficult one for me. So <laughs> I, I took the easy road and just got the computer science degree. <laughs> And was, was San Diego your hometown or did you grow up somewhere else and then come here for your university? Yeah, I was in uh, Orange County for my high school years. And then I, I was thinking I was that my next school, my college was going to be um, California, CSULB, so California State, Long Beach. Long Beach. And then I met a girl in a computer class and learned that she was going to UCSD. So suddenly <laughs> my decision was to go to UCSD. <laughs> Put that in the admissions uh, brochures they send out. I'm sure they'd have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I probably wouldn't have gotten in so easily, but I was coming from a uh, junior college. So the transfer oh. uh, situation made it a little bit easier for me. I didn't have to have the sky high uh, SAT scores that most of the kids had. I don't think my college would have anything to do with me uh, these days. So the, the girl, though, I mean, <laughs> is, she, is she still... Uh, in your life or what happened there? <laughs> you brought uh, it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go there. <laughs> she she actually, um, she was not uh, enamored of the uh, dorm life and, and the large group. She came from, you know, just a, a, she wasn't an only child, but she only had one sister and she didn't really like the large gatherings. And I was really loving, you know, I had a lot of brothers and sisters in my family. so. I really enjoyed the the large gatherings at the dorms, and um, so a quarter later, she decided to go to a different school, and this time, I didn't follow her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to decree that you made the right choice there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree with that. I think I, I have to be pretty pleased with how things have turned out for me. I've been pretty lucky. And so back back to your you know interview avoidance. It sounds like so there was a, you know, a <laughs> career or full time job on campus. But what did what did you think you would do, or what did, what industry did you think you would would end up in? I you know I I knew it would have something to do with computers, just because computers in in everything. Um, but I did get a certain 
joy out of writing code and, and seeing it actually do something. So it, it felt like, you know, it satisfied kind of a creative urge and, and seeing your creation come to life. Uh, so I thought I'd be doing some sort of programming. And, and even as a systems administrator, um, there was always the need for, you know, writing some little tools. So I got to play with, with various languages along over the years and, um, you know, satisfy that, that itch a little bit along with um, the sysadmin stuff that I really never planned to do, but just kind of became my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what was the, you know, thought process or decision tree that uh, made you decide that this year, you know, 2021, the year to say goodbye? Yeah, that's a combination. Um, you know, a primary one is my age. At age 60, the um, pension works out pretty well. It's, uh, if you do the numbers, it doesn't get much more attractive beyond age 60. Uh, I've also got aging parents and want to be able to spend some time with them. And, you know, it feels like it's time for a new chapter. I'm not getting any younger and <laughs> the, uh, take advantage of what, uh, what health I have currently and, and try to explore the world a little bit more. You, you look ready. You've already got, you know, this is great radio, but you've got, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you mentioned, you know, travel, take care of the parents a little. What else do you look forward to doing, you know, when you wake up on July 1st or 2nd, whatever, and then even beyond? Yeah, there's, there's a few ideas. I mean, one thing is I, I tell myself, we'll see how this pans out, but I tell myself I'll spend more time practicing the guitar. I would like to uh, get back into gardening. I, I spent some time doing that years ago, and, and it was great to see the results. But I have not been able to carve the time out for that lately. So I'm looking forward to that. I also spent some time doing instruction of cycling for cycling safety and got as far as instructing the instructors and then kind of put it on hold for a few years. And so I, I think I'm likely to get back into that. Okay. I tell myself, that's another thing. I tell myself now and we'll see how it pans out <laughs> because I haven't actually, you know, tried to reach out and tell anybody, hey, sign me up and let's, let's get going with this. So I, it's, it's in the back of my mind is one of the options, but we'll see. Would you ever, I mean, 60 is not super old, if I, if I dare say, I mean, would you consider <laughs> any kind of like second career, you know, formal or otherwise? I'm staying open to that possibility. I haven't really tried to hunt anything down. So yeah, if the opportunity presents itself, it might happen. I could see, you know, if, if I find myself doing something that I really look forward to on a daily basis and just can't wait to get out of bed to go do it. And, you know, no one's needing to give, you know, kind of push me and nudge me to, to go do it. Then, you know, whether it pays or not, it <laughs> doesn't much matter. And okay. thankfully the, the pension allows for that that freedom. Yeah, a little flexibility. And then um, how about family life? Partner, kids, anything like that will keep you busy? I have a wife. We have no children, just the furry-footed ones. Oh. Um, and we've, we've explored moving to different parts of the country, um, Colorado, Texas, other parts of San Diego. We're still kind of just in the exploration phase on that. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's 
kind of winding down her business. She's a uh, consultant for Creative Memories, which some people might know as a place where they uh, sell scrapbooking materials, as you can see in this office behind me. Oh, you probably can't see. It's, it's also great radio to talk about what you can see, right? Yeah, so she, she's, um, she's got a, her own business uh, and, and she's thinking that it's about time to wind that down too. So we should both be free to explore well, whatever we'd like. And when did it, when did you realize um, that you would be still, you know, retiring in the age of COVID and the age of working from home versus, um, you know, one great send off at the office or taking a look around, or I guess you could still go in and do that, but I, probably different than what one would have imagined. I remember thinking when COVID came and they said, okay, everybody has to go home and work from home. And I'm kind of looking at the calendar and thinking, well, all right, I guess <laughs> the end of my career will be from home and, and that's just fine. Cause I, I've got a pretty comfortable, uh, lucky to have a comfortable work environment at home. And I do miss the sort of forced exercise because I was riding my bike to, to campus each day. It's not far. It's, you know, maybe two and a half miles to three miles. Uh, but it's still, it was, you know, getting out there every day on a regular basis without really having to think about it. Now my bike mostly sits and I have to kind of force myself to get out there and get some exercise now and then. But that's a pretty minor downside. Right. <laughs> um, Overall, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, how was your how was your work from home experience uh, overall since you know March of last year? I've, I've enjoyed it. I really like it. There's days when I can work on a, a larger monitor, like a 27 inch screen, and, and have lots of real estate. And then if I just have some sort of email catch up to do, I can go down and outside in the backyard. We've got a little patio, and it's sit in the shade and listen to the birds. And it's it's hard to beat that environment. I, I really like being able to bounce between those two. What are some of the things you, well, just back to normal kind of uh, work life or office life, what are some more things that you'll miss and perhaps not miss? Yeah, uh, I'll miss, you know, joking around with the team and, you know, just in impromptu uh, uh, hallway meetings and such and, and you know, uh, the camaraderie, that sort of thing. I will not miss one small bit. <laughs> The, uh, the need to keep up with 400 plus emails a day. That is gonna be, I think, you know, I think of the first, whenever anybody asks me, what's the first thing you're gonna do? It's like, I'm not gonna open up my email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna plow through, you know, a weekend of, of thousands of email messages and it, it will be glorious. <laughs> Yeah, why don't we wind down on, on this, maybe with a variation on that theme. What do you think is going to be the moment that you realize that you are, you know, for real retired and have stepped away? What do you predict it will be? Maybe we'll call back and see how it turned out. <laughs> it might be when I go to actually open up my personal mail and I only see, you know, a small handful of things from friends and family instead of all of the notifications from all the machines that are telling me about failed disk drives or <laughs> <laughs> network disconnects or, you know. There you go. Yeah. All, all of that stuff. Someone else is probably so, yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we can close it down there. I'll give you the floor if there's any last uh, parting message or words of wisdom you wanna uh, impart here hmm. in the podcast. No, I just, I, I feel like um, 
it's worth noting that UCSD has been a great work family for me. And I've been super lucky to work with not only people that are, you know, very friendly and, and helpful and, and willing to, to help out with whatever, but they're also super smart and, you know, people I can learn from and really enrich my own skill set and, and, and knowledge through, through everybody else and their generosity. And it's just, it's been a great place to work. I've really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll miss the camaraderie. I won't miss the email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's our headline. Uh, great, great point to end. Brian, thank you for joining us for this sliver of time. And more importantly, thank you for your contribution. So low these many years. Thank you. Fare thee well, Brian and all our fellow retirees. My own retirement is still decades away, but a fella can dream, can he? As it often does, listening to this interview got me thinking of songs to read for you. And this is what Brian won't be dealing with anymore. Six o'clock already. I was just in the middle of a dream. I was kissing Valentino by a crystal blue Italian stream. But I can't be late, because then I guess I just won't get paid. These are the days when you wish your bed was already made. It's just another Manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday, because that's my fun day. My I-don't-have-to-run-day. It's just another Manic Monday. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT Services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.